Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dorm Discussions. This is Owen, back again. Uh, it is currently fri- it is Friday, November 27th, uh, 5.58pm. Um, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Um, I hope everybody had a good and safe Thanksgiving. Um, we have a lot to be thankful for in these crazy times. Um, even still, uh, personally, I'm thankful for family, friends, obviously, um, and that we haven't been more personally affected by COVID. Um, you know, it's 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 real and it's scary, but yeah, we still have a lot to be thankful for. All right, so we're back again, and we're here with Jack. Hey, everybody, we're back. So yeah, I mean, today we're just going to kick it off talking about uh, a little bit about the start of the college basketball season uh, that tipped off. Uh, the Gophers looked impressive in their season opener, and Gonzaga has looked phenomenal to start the year, so we'll talk about Jaylen that. Jalen Suggs, Jalen Suggs. Yep, Minnesota product. Uh, Big Ten, the Big Ten might be the best conference in basketball this year as well. Uh, we'll also talk about the NFL. Tom Brady in Tampa Bay continues to disappoint. Brady's old. Yeah, Brady, Still old. he's getting up there. And the Vikings disappointed uh, again, so nothing new there. So, yeah, we're just going to jump into this here. All right, so as we mentioned, the college basketball season tipped off. And, Jack, I mean, just how great has it been to see college basketball back? Oh, dude, I'm so pumped. Every time I turn on the TV, I'm thinking, what game is on tonight, and how can I be a part of college basketball in 2020? <laughs> yeah, I, I, you just texted me yesterday how great it was, and it, it is. I mean, it's so nice to have it back on, especially – being you know on lockdown again just having it to watch well and without the nba i mean this is the only basketball that's on right now so for us basketball lovers you know we turn on the tv yeah sometimes you know you want to watch the lakers and the clippers play but you know you're stuck with south south dakota state and st mary's but you're like well shit this is you know better than what i had before yeah and i think everybody was just so in shock and upset (laughs) frankly upset about how last season ended and, I mean, I know personally for St. John's, you know, it's that still doesn't feel real. I mean, just to have your season abruptly cut off, uh, that's crazy. So, I mean, these a lot of these kids were, you know, waiting to get back in the gym. So it's, it's itching, cool to itching, see. Itching, itching, Yeah, so it's cool to see. Um, and, yeah, you can feel the energy from these players. And, to, I mean, to start off, I mean, Gonzaga has looked incredible. They put up 102 points against Kansas. And then they put up 90 against Auburn. I mean, just how good have they looked, Jack? Well, I mean, it's it's a testament to Mark Few. Um, yeah. Super good coach, able to get some you know young players and new athletes in there, uh, like Jalen Suggs, Minnesota product, super electric. And then also, you know, they have their system guys that just keep success rolling. So. Yeah, you know, I think Mark Few, I just saw some, I think it said he was like the third fastest coach to 600 wins, and that is a credit to the program he has built there. I mean, you have to put them in the same conversations as the Dukes and the Kentuckys and the Kansases, and the thing that's crazy about this Gonzaga team is you can look at the Gonzaga and Kansas game, and you can confidently say Gonzaga has more talent than Kansas, and you can't usually say that. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think Kansas is you know still going to be there, and Marcus Garrett um, is solid. Yeah, they they've got, they got pieces. pieces. Yeah. So I think Kansas will still be there, but yeah, just like what Owen said, I mean Mark Few, what he's been able to do with Gonzaga is 
is nuts. Yeah, it's impressive. And I... And here you go, right here, a graphic <laughs> on the TV. Consecutive 21 seasons. Coach K at 24, Bill Self 22, Mark Few 21. So he's right there with them. And um, I mean, and he should have a national championship under his belt. That's what people don't understand. He should have a national championship. Got to earn it, though. Got to earn it. Gotta well, earn it. oh, that game. I'm still salty. I think it was the 2017 national championship game against North Carolina. They had Nigel Williams, Goss, Shrimmett Karnowski. I think that was a team with Zach Collins. Josh Perkins, their little point guard. Yeah. And the refs, and I remember the refs were just so brutal in that game. They they called so many fouls. They wouldn't let the kids play. And I think they, not, like, Gonzaga still had a chance to win it coming down to it. But Williams Goss injured his ankle. And his post-game interview, people need to go watch it because it is so sad. He wanted to bring a, a championship to Spokane so bad. So they are due. I mean, they've had some tough luck in the in the tournament. That Adam Adam Morrison picture went viral of him crying and whatever. So they're they're due. Michael Jordan moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So big Gonzaga fan, and even my hockey friends are texting me about Gonzaga. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Gonzaga had a hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> and then just in today's games, uh, number four Virginia got upset by San Francisco, the Dons. Uh, <laughs> so yeah big upset there jack what are your thoughts on that virginia team well i i think you know kind of like i said with kansas um you know with tony bennett as their coach um, they have pieces they'll be around but um that's what's so great about college basketball i think because you know you got a team like san francisco and they can just beat virginia who's yeah. a top five team in the country and everybody's not you know running all over the place it, it happens, it's early, weird things happen, and then a lot of this weird stuff ha- ends up happening you know, later on in the season two with the NCAA tournament. So I think that's one of the reasons why I like to turn on college basketball because it's like this small school that nobody thinks that they have a chance, and they have a chance because there's one game and you know there's, there's one score and there's one clock. So Yeah. And San Francisco was, they led for, you know, majority of the game. And they were up, I think, seven uh, with, like, two minutes left. And Virginia came back, and uh, they had a chance to win it with a three by Sam Hauser. And, you know, short rim, just missed it. But, so Virginia still had a chance to win that game. Um, but, yeah, Where, credit Where's to the onions? Where's the onions? Yeah, well, I you know, my dad made a point when he was watching it. He was like, you know, why, why, are, why, I hate that they settled for a three there, you know, he, go attack the basket, make the refs, make a call. I mean, you know, make the refs yeah. blow the whistle. Uh, so, you know, they could have gotten a better look there, but again, they still almost won. Um, and the thing with Virginia teams, you know what you're getting on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they will win games 54 to 48, um, but this year they've got a little more offense with the Sam Hauser transfer from Marquette. Um, and, you know, that can add a whole nother dimension to this Virginia team. And that can take them far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we all know that Virginia is going to come out guns blazing on the defensive end with Tony Bennett as their coach. Yeah. They're, you know, they play good fundamental basketball. Very well Similar coached. to uh, Villanova in yeah. which... I watched uh, that game last night, Villanova and Arizona State, in which I thought Villanova just looked solid. Um, I mean, they they, they they tend to just be machine-like on the defensive end and the offensive end. Um, super good in the half court. 
and that's that's just tough to beat. Um, you know, as if you're Arizona State, so. Well, Jay Wright basically he likes to throw just five shooters out there, just space the floor, dribble drive, fucking hoist them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they they had that big guy last night. Um, what's his name? I I'm not. I I didn't watch the game. I couldn't tell you one person on Villanova except Connor Gillespie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I don't know what the hell. I'm oh, Jeremiah about Robinson Earls, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, and that, and that he was kind of an old school big guy. Yeah, who just they always get guys like that, dude. Yeah, like Eric Pascal too. Like just plays a little goofy, little undersized. <laughs> yeah, and just grinds out you know buckets after buckets after buckets, and then they got these shooters on the outside in which he can't help down. Yeah, and then so you good know, luck guarding that for yeah. a full game. Yeah, and again, similar to you know Mark Few, Tony Bennett, and Jay Wright. Same, you know, same situation. They have built those programs, and you know what they're going to get out of them. Very well coached. Yeah. Every year, you know, they're they're definitely a favorite, um, you know, come March and April. So. Yeah, you don't don't want to see those teams in the tournament unless you're a 16 seed playing Virginia. Yeah. You know, but... UMBC. Yeah, I am so glad they won it last year to the, get rid of that monkey a little bit. The Friars, or what? what's their... The UMBC... Aren't they Golden Retrievers? That sounds right. <laughs> that does sound right. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, their they're, uh, they're barstool page the is nuts. They, they just, probably had a field day with that. Yeah, no, they just eat it up. Like, they'll talk about, like... Any, like, situation that they can, like, maybe talk about when UMBC won, they just, like, bring it up. It's are like, they still milking that? Yeah, it's like, well, are. we beat you guys back in 2016, and then this team beat that team, so we're better than you. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. situation, like... Dude, it's two years ago, even in the past. Yeah. Well, that's what's so great about college basketball. I mean, these teams that, like, these small little schools can, you know, you know win a game, and, and yeah. it's big time. And it's great for them, yeah, like you say, as a program and the clout. Yeah, Sister <laughs> recognition. Jean. Sister Jean. Yeah, like, we what all, she did for Loyola Chicago. Yeah, we all know who Sister Jean is, and she's a sister. <laughs> oh, like, that, that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah, dude, she's a legend. Yeah, she's a legend. That Loyola Chicago team was good, too. They almost got to the Final Four, didn't they? Got to, like, the Elite Eight. Yeah, who did they have? Didn't they have some talent on that squad? Yeah, they did. Uh, they had... A lot of guys. And they had a kid from Minnesota, um, Carson Shanks. You said he was a coach? Yeah, I, I believe now. Um, I know he was a grad transfer uh, or grad, uh, grad, what's a grad assistant? Grad assistant. Yeah, he was a grad assistant somewhere. and But now he's at UMD and he's assistant coach. And I know he does a lot of recruiting up there. And that's a program up there that's, that's growing and, you know, doing great things. That's cool. Um, I think they've been um, – you know, towards the top half of the SIC um, the last couple of years. And then before that, you know, they weren't as strong. So they're kind of a growing uh, program. Who is that? Duluth? Yeah, UMD Duluth basketball. Shout out Isaiah Watts. <laughs> <laughs> Jefferson Products, man. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, some other guys on that Loyola team, some other names. Clayton Custer was their little point guard. Marcus Towns, Cameron Krutwig. Didn't Didn't Marcus Towns hit that big shot? Um, oh yeah, they did have a big game winner, didn't they? Yeah. I think that was Marcus Towns. Wasn't that earlier on in the tournament, too? Well, they, yeah, they, probably. <laughs> yeah, they, they pulled off some, some big upsets. That was a special yeah. run. Sister Jean's magic, man. Yeah. The lucky charm. She threw out the first pitch somewhere. The lucky I, I don't remember what baseball game it was, but I remember seeing her throw out the first pitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's big time. 
So, Jack, honest question, are the Gophers going to win the national championship this year? Uh, no. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Can't, can't get you there yet? No. I okay. think they have a lot of potential. Yeah. They have a lot of pieces, new pieces. I think it's going to take them a little bit of while just to get used to um, the new style of play and Richard Patino. But, you know, you look at both Gotch and um, Booth Gotch? I think it's both. Booth? Booth, maybe? Booth Gotch. And, um, I mean, talent. It's spelled like both, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Super talented guy who can, you know, both ends of the floor. Um, good two-way player. He's can long. defend. Yeah, long, long. athletic. Um, and then you got Marcus Carr, you know, run the show at point. He's definitely a scoring type of point guard. He's a talent, yeah. Um, went off for 35 points um, against, who was it, who did they play on? Was it Green Bay? Yeah, yeah, Wisconsin Green Bay. Um, Wednesday night. Um, night before Thanksgiving. So that was a fun game. Uh, didn't really get to watch it because it was part of that student you thing. So they were like, you know. You was gotta... it on TV? Yeah. Well, they you had to pay if you wanted to watch. And, <laughs> you know, I'm broke college student. So I'm... And some garbage. Yeah. And I'm cheap. Too. Trying to take our money. Yeah, I'm cheap. So I don't spend <laughs> money on, you know, things that matter to me. But, um, so, yeah, no, that, that was a, um, a good win. I know they got out to a really fast start. And then the Connell got the turnover bug, and um, Green Bay ended up making it kind of close, and then Gophers kind of ran away with it at the end. You got to expect a little bit of that in your first game of the season. You know? Yeah, no exhibition, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's kind of one of the things that people knock about Patino is kind of discipline. Mm-hmm. He's not as disciplined as other coaches, kind of like when we were talking about the Tony Bennett's and the Jay Wrights. I don't yeah. necessarily see that out of Patino, but... Um, yeah, no, back to, uh, the Gophers roster. I like Liam Robbins. He wasn't healthy, uh, against Green Bay on Wednesday night. But he still played, right? Yeah, he still played, but I think he'll be a guy going down into Big Ten play, you know, bigger guy, can stretch the floor a little bit, gonna rebound, you know, getting, gonna get baskets around the, um, around the hoop, which in the Big Ten is kind of a bruising league, especially when you you know, you get later on in the season, it's more of a half-court game. So I think he'll he'll be a big help in kind of filling Daniel Turu's spot. And then um, Brandon Johnson, I believe his name is, from Central Michigan, uh, grad transfer. He'll be a guy. I don't really know much about him. I haven't watched yeah. a whole lot of tape. Um, he hopefully, athletic, though, right? He looked athletic. Yeah, hopefully he can help us out. Uh, that's kind of been a spot. Um, we struggled a little bit kind of filling ever since Jordan Murphy left. Yeah. Uh, Jarvis is, you know, a great hustler, but he's a little bit undersized and not super skilled. He plays hard. Yeah, plays hard. I mean, good coming off the bench, but not necessarily the guy you can kind of count on uh, night in and night out on the offensive end. Yeah. And then, uh, who else? Let me think. We got, you know, Gabe Kelsher's, you know, still going to be there. Eric Curry. Eric Curry, yeah, he, two seasons. First time that Eric Curry's played in two seasons. Yeah, that was a great story. Uh, I mean, <laughs> great the, to see him back. I, what is he, a, I think he's a red shirt. This might be his fifth year, sixth year. Yeah, but I think he might only be a red shirt. Junior? Junior? Yeah. Or maybe even sophomore. He's gotten so, such bad luck with the injuries. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of uh, Devontae Fitzgerald. Uh, yeah, he he transferred though. Didn't yeah, he? no, but he transferred like three times in like the matter of like four years, and 
injuries and whatnot. Dude, I but, think I saw Devontae Fitzgerald on a bus in – it was like the Metro. We were at a soccer – I think a Loons game or something, and we saw him on the bus. D- did you guys have a bro moment? Yeah, I, well, I said, <laughs> I said hi because I, I had looked it up on my phone. I'm like, I swear he looks familiar. And I, so I had to Google him, and it was him. And I said, what's up? And I was like, oh, aren't you transferring? And he was like, yeah. But that was fun. Didn't, didn't he go down like Stephen F. Austin? Yeah, or something. Yeah. Something like that. That's um, that's a team you kind of see in the tournament, too. Yeah, all, and they, they're they usually a, you know upset team. Yeah. You, people, you know, teams don't want to see them. Yeah. But uh, did Jamal Mashburn, Mashburn get any minutes for the Gophers? Uh, I think he had like six, eight points, something like that. Okay. Um, I think he'll be a guy, not necessarily this year. That I mean, he'll see some floor time. Uh, I know that uh, Williams. Oh, Trez or what's? Oh, yeah. Number one. Yeah. The guy with the, Trey, yeah. Trey Williams. Yeah. Trey Williams did not play Wednesday night, and so and then the the new kid um, from Turkey. Oh, I don't know Isaiah Illman. No, no he he's he played. He yeah. played. Okay. Um, he's yeah, but he's another guy. That's the other thing. Is like this team, it has pieces. Like Isaiah is a kid last year that he played, you know, some significant minutes and hit some big shots actually for the Gophers last year. Yeah. And he'll kind of now be like a third, fourth, you know, option coming off the bench. Not necessarily a guy that needs to come in and play well. So I mean, that just kind of takes a lot of pressure off. You know, younger guys, I can just kind of come in and, and play their role, and yeah, that'll just help offense and defense. So. Is he? Yeah, definitely. Is he the kid from Germany? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, Germany. we we talked about this last episode. Yeah. The the golfers have a lot of guys from international. Yeah, um, which testament to Patino to find these guys. Yeah, similar to Gonzaga. Well, not similar to Gonzaga, <laughs> but. You know, for the, you, you can't compare yeah, the Gophers. Not yeah, we're not there yet. But uh, like you mentioned, to some of these guys, Liam Robbins, both Gotch or Booth Gotch. Um, you know, I think we have more talent than usual on the Gophers team. Marcus Carr is a great point guard. I mean, like as you mentioned, thirty-five points. I think he had six assists. He's a playmaker. You know, Nate Mason loves him. He he tweeted out Big Ten Player of the Year, and I don't think it's crazy to think that. I mean, he, I think he's capping. But. Well, I don't how I don't think it's crazy to think that though. I mean, he I think he's he capping. is a great scorer as you mentioned. He's he's a good passer. He leads the offense. He's going to have the ball in his hands. He takes he takes a lot of shots. Yeah. But and the Gophers would need to have an incredible year, obviously. But Luca Garza, I mean, how can you not yeah. expect Luca Garza? Reigning player of the year. Yeah, that just seems a little bit nuts. He had 41 consider. tonight. Yeah, that's, 33 in the first half. I don't half. know. I don't know what he was hearing from NBA scouts. I mean, I really just, it boggles my mind yeah. why he's not playing in the league. Yeah. I mean. I guess I didn't even think about it. He's so dominant. He was a junior and just like, yeah, I'm coming back. And like, it was kind of like one of those things that was just happened like, oh yeah, I'm coming back. And it was like, this guy is so flipping good. I don't understand why he's, I mean, he's kind of an old school big man and whatever, but like, yeah, I mean, you got to think that some NBA team is just like, wow, this guy is so skilled. Why is he not like, well, yeah, in our Jersey right he's, now? He's, playing? yeah, he's old time in the sense that like he'll bang down low in the post, but he can stretch the floor. Exactly. Too. They mentioned he shot like 35%. I think it was from three last year. Yeah. But I mean, I think he's a little like bigger 
Yeah, you know, he's a little slow. Maybe. It would probably you know hurt him on defense, especially with a lot okay. of the athletes. Yeah. In the NBA. But I was you know it's like still you know there's so many guys that get drafted in college and it's like Luca Garza is not better than him. Yeah. Like, I mean that. That dude was dominant. Well, again, that's just goes to show you how developmental the draft is, you know. Yeah. But and it's but it's what a joke, what a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good for college basketball to have Luca Garza in the game. That's why you know I wish we would get more guys like Luca Garza, and he's so fun to watch. And Iowa, they're ranked fifth in the country right now, and they're a potential Final Four team. So that's exciting for the Big Ten. I I get hardcore Bill and Beer vibes from Luca Garza. I don't yeah. know why, but it just seems like he like wants to hit someone on the floor. <laughs> like it's like, is it the referee or this little guard that's coming in the lane? But I just get hardcore Bill and Beer vibes from. Him. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Who who else does Iowa really have though? Do they have the Wise Camp kids still. Yeah. Um, McCaffrey's son isn't he on the team? Yeah, I think he's on the the team too. I think wasn't he hurt last year? I believe he was hurt last yeah. year. But he was but, like a four star coming out of high school, I think. Yeah. Speaking of you know Iowa though, I mean just another program that's just kind of been building, and yeah. they they find guys and they always seem to be you know contenders, not necessarily yeah. like in top the Big contend- Ten though. Yeah, not necessarily like top contenders in the Big Ten, but competitive yeah. year in and year out, and I think. That's kind of the knock on Patino is like, we do have competitive teams. And I think this year's team is a competitive team. I think it's a tournament team, but he doesn't always set them up. You know, some classes are good. Some aren't good. You know, some years he can get grad transfers. Some years he doesn't. And that's kind of tough as a fan when, you know, one year you get nine wins or whatever, and or 11 wins or 12 wins, and then the next you know, year you get twenty, and it's yeah. it's kind of a roller coaster, and that's I think consistency is what separates everybody. He could write the ship, though. I mean, this could be the year that he puts the talent together, and and you know, for as good as the Big Ten is this year, and again, some people people talk about it as the best conference in college basketball, but it's it's pretty wide open. I mean, you don't necessarily know who's going to rise to the top. I mean, you have an idea, but you know, an injury to a team or you know, there's like Illinois is good. Iowa is solid. Uh, they're probably you know two well, of the better teams. Illinois had a little scare today. Yeah, they did to Ohio. And again, I mean that just goes to show you anything can happen in the Big Ten. And once you start conference play, so you just gotta hit hit your stride at the right time. Um, Nobody's and, talking about Wisconsin either. And they're they'll yeah they'll be solid. Tyler yeah. Wall, Minnesota kid, right? Oh, they got a bunch of Minnesota. Kids yeah, Nate there. Reavers. Nate Reavers, Tyler Wall. Um, Ben Carlson from uh, Eastridge is on the squad, and I think he had like 12 points or something, 14 points or something like that in their opener. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the knock on Patino is just not getting those Minnesota kids, and Wisconsin scoops up a bunch of them, and they do well for them. Yeah, so. yeah. I guess I didn't even think about that. <laughs> they're, they're stealing all the, all the Minnesota products. Yeah. Yeah. Pisses me off. Yeah, that's tough. Me off. But again, yeah, you you know Wisconsin's going to be good. They're going to be in the mix at the top of the Big Ten. Michigan State, you know, I don't think they have as much talent as they're used to, but Tom Izzo's a great coach yeah. again. So, you know. He's, Tom Izzo's kind of that equalizer. It's like, yeah. It doesn't necessarily matter what they got on the floor, but he'll find guys that can do what he wants and kind of play their style. Um, losing, gosh. Um, Cassius Winston is just going to hurt him because yeah. he was such a, a rock 
you know, at the guard spot for them. But did like, he get like, drafted? Yeah, I think he did in the second, second round, round maybe. second round pick. Yeah. So, yeah. Good for him. Yeah, and Michigan State, you know, they got Josh Langford back finally, and that's another cool story. He had that foot injury that kept him out all of last season. So that's good to see. So it'll be it'll be a fun year to watch the Big Ten, and I think it'll be a fun year to watch the Gophers. Um, and I don't think you can typically say that. And Liam Robbins, I mean, he's a big guy, isn't he? Like he, I saw some. I mean, he's six eleven, six ten. Yeah, he he has like an NBA body. I mean, he's he's filled out, um, very strong. You know, a guy that you can kind of see you know, already belongs in the Big Ten yeah. in such a physical conference. Kind of like Trevor, you know, Trevor Mabakwe was a guy who just kind of yeah. comes to mind. It's like, this dude looks like a man. I got Isaac Haas vibes from looking at Liam Robbins. Like, he's he's tall. I mean, you can just throw the ball down there, and he, he can probably get you a bucket. Are you thinking, like, personality? or like? Well, no, just like... Isaac Haas, big dude, Purdue. Like he, I think he's just a big guy, and that's such a luxury to have if you can just throw it down low and, like you say, like a Daniel Oturu. I think know. didn't he transfer? Who? Name Robbins. Isaac Haas. He's not. I think he he graduated. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's been gone. Weren't they rolling with two bigs, Purdue? Isaac. Well, they had Isaac Haas, and um, it was Matt Harms. That was the other guy. And you just mentioned he's in BY. He's at BYU now. Yeah. Yeah, no, he um he was a kid who the Gophers were trying to get this past summer, you know, with all the grad transfers and all the open roster spots we had. But yeah, he ended up going to BYU. That would have been a huge gift for the Gophers. Well, yeah, we were trying to get somebody to uh, take Daniel Tour's spot, and then you know, thankfully, we ended up getting Liam Robbins. But from Drake, yeah, so. that was big. Yeah, so I kind of I kind of just got the Isaac Haas vibes from looking at Liam Robbins. I'm ex- excited to watch him play, and really excited to see Booth Gotch back in Minnesota. Um, the Austin Packer. Yep, and you, I mean, he had his name in the NBA draft, didn't he? Before he withdrew. Yeah, yeah, he had his name in the NBA draft. Didn't sign an agent, agent obviously, because he came back to college. But same with Marcus Carr. They both kind of wanted to just test the waters and kind of see what was going on. Obviously didn't get the uh, the vibes that they wanted and, and came back to school. I think that's a great thing for the NCAA. So definitely, yeah. No, that was you know kind of what what happened all of this offseason for both those guys. I think Booth Gotch was much more NBA ready than Marcus Carr. Um, and, and I mean Booth is as we mentioned, long, athletic. He can shoot a little bit. He's got good offensive game. So I'm I'm really excited to watch him play. I think he'll be a d- dynamic player that you're going to need to compete in the Big Ten. Definitely an upside player. Yeah. You know, you look at him and you think this long, athletic, you know, fast guard. Patino says he's going to be one of the fastest um, guards in the league, north and south. So you know, that's just a a piece that the Golfers can kind of play with and, and see what you know what what happens. So. Yeah, yeah, you know he could maybe take on roles similar to Amir Coffey, be that kind of guy for us, you know, or that's the hope. <laughs> yeah, I mean Amir Coffey was such a slasher. Yeah. I don't know if Gotch kind of has that body too. Yeah, because Coffey, you know, was kind of a not necessarily a bruiser, but like he had. I think Gotch is kind of more of a. A floater. Finesse. Yeah, Finesse kind of guy. a floater. You know, just Coffee kind of... would take it at you. Yeah. Yeah. 
but Gash will be fun to watch. And um, you know, you know, you know what you're gonna get out of Gabe Kalsher. Can stretch the floor. You know, smart player. Yeah, hopefully he can improve on his shooting from last season. He was such a good shooter as a freshman, and his sophomore year was kind of eh. I mean, I, I was expecting a little bit more out of him. He definitely was not a guy coming in out of high school that you know a lot of people thought he would have been a starter and you know play significant minutes. Ended up playing significant minutes and having a great freshman year. But if he can consistently knock down threes, it just gives uh, the Gophers you know the the the, the possibility to just kind of stretch the floor and opens take, opens up the offense yeah, so much. Just take some pressure off some guys. Yeah, I yeah I haven't really known what to think about. Gabe Kalsher either because he's a solid player, smart player, can handle the rock, uh, and he is so important. His shooting is so important to our success and his defense. Uh, yeah, he's definitely above average defender too, which I think, at least in last year's team, that was something that we really lacked. So. Yeah, but again, he you know it seems like sometimes he isn't as good for being as good of a shooter as he is. It's like he's inconsistent in games and. You know, I don't think he's got much upside to his game. I don't think he's beating many guys off the dribble. I think he's best in catch and shoot situations when he can get his feet set. And some, and he's not super tall. I mean, you know, he's not going to be able to rise up over everybody. So I, I just think it kind of needs to be, you know, just right. Um, I question his ability cre- to create. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Because I think he was a kid who had such a great freshman year that... You know, the Gophers kind of were expecting too much out of him. Yeah. And he's kind of a guy that plays within himself and plays in his role. And when he plays out of that, he kind of hurts the team. Um, it's so, no fault to him. No, you know? no. He's, he, you know, he's dealing with what he's got. Right. And I think, you know, with the talent that we have and having guys like Gotch and Robbins and Marcus Carr and, um, you know. That could be the difference yeah, for him. That that could really help him. Yeah. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be an exciting year to watch the Gophers. Uh, we'll see if Patino can finally put it together for him. So it's been an eventful week for the NFL. Um, we just had the Thanksgiving Day games yesterday. Jack, did you get a chance to watch the games? Well, I was out golfing. Oh yeah, what were your Thanksgiving plans? You were golfing. Where were you golfing? Uh, I was golfing down in Stone at Stonebrook in Shockby. Uh, buddy called me up and said, "Hey, let's go down and play some Thanksgiving golf." So my yeah golf addict self I am I thought I'd go down there and play so yeah I ended up catching the end of Dallas and uh the Redskins missed mm-hmm. the Lions and, and Texans but I heard yeah, that didn't game miss much there yeah I heard that game was terrible it was so. two awful teams dude I mean they just they just kept fumbling it back to each other they kept turning it over I think the Lions fumbled on back-to-back plays at one point in their in their own territory Matthew Stafford threw a pick six, and it was an incredible play by J.J. Watt. But Detroit yeah, just... Stafford, Stafford is, is such an interesting guy. Because he's got the talent, dude. I love I love watching Stafford play. Yeah, I mean, him and Jay Cutler just give me like... <sighs> Gross, don't do that, dude. <laughs> yeah, don't dude. bring Cutler into yes. this. No. Cutler... He's terrible. And Stafford, are, they go hand in hand. No. Yes, because... Stafford, he can go out there and play great, and then the next game just play trash. Yeah. And Cutler did the same thing. Yeah, but maybe, dude, just give them a little stability. Give Stafford a little stability. And when Stafford had Calvin Johnson, 
I mean, he was throwing for 5,000 yards in a season. I and mean, he's one of the best fantasy quarterbacks. I hate to always bring fantasy into it. <laughs> well, they won a lot of championships down there. Okay, so. but that's what I mean. I mean, if you get him away from Detroit, who it literally seems like they like try to lose games or they find ways to lose games. It's like and and so Patricia's gone. Yeah, what do you think about Patricia cuz they showed his record compared to Jim Caldwell who they fired for Matt Patricia and Matt Patricia is like 16 and 29 and 1 or something and Jim Caldwell was like 28 and 29 or like almost 500. So I mean Matt Patricia has just been a disappointment. He came from New England, right? Yeah, he was Belichick's uh, right-hand person. But yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think uh, Patricia has been kind of a, a dud for Detroit, but I mean, I think their GM and and everything. I mean, the ownership and everything. It's like I don't really understand why they can't put talent on the field. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just like every guy that they do get that has some sort of talent too ends up leaving, and it's just terrible draft picks and and free agent signings. And yeah, I think well they tried to they tried to grab a bunch of guys from the Patriots. And that didn't really work out for yeah. them. Like Trey Trey Flowers, I think they had. I have no idea. Yeah. That defense is terrible. Yeah. Uh, they shot a graphic. Um, and the run game is terrible. The two run games, the Texans and the, the Lions, they were the two like worst run defenses and run offenses are two of the three worst. Um, but, I mean, like DeAndre Swift has looked okay for Detroit. I mean. But. Yeah, I, I, I personally don't think like, like Swift's a good player and whatnot and but I don't think like they need a running back. Yeah. Like I don't think that's their problem. <laughs> like I think they need defensive players. Like they need interior they linemen. They need a lot of help. <laughs> they need somebody coming off the edge. I mean, and especially in our division, in the NFC North division, there's such great quarterbacks. When you look at you know Rodgers and then Cousins is eh, and, solid. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I, I think Stafford. I'm is... taking that back. I don't know why. Staff... I just said that <laughs> NFC North has good quarterbacks. Decent quarterbacks. Well, it just has Rodgers. Well, Cousins is he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, but he's not like oh no. Foles is fine, dude. I don't know, but I think with Stafford. Well, it's Trubisky this weekend. Yeah, I saw that, but well, they say Foles is injured though, but who knows? He's injured. He's injured. Yeah, yeah. whatever. He's trash. That's what he is. Well, I, yeah. I mean, that's another. I mean, besides the Vikings and the Packers, the NFC North has like Chicago, another really bad team. But they when they they have that defense. And that's always a wild card. I mean, they, they never have a quarterback though. Yeah, every year. But didn't they just win the division like a year or two ago, or like we're yeah, in the competition the, for the first time since the '85 yeah, Bears? The <laughs> <laughs> Bears. Every, you know, your team has not been doing the best. When when people talk about your team, they talk about the '85 team. Dude, there's a documentary about that team. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean that team was unreal. But it's like. That's usually a bad sign. That's a bad sign. Because when people are like, oh yeah, the 85 Bears, and it's like, well, what about the 2019 or the 2018 Bears? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that quarterback situation is awful. But I just think with Matthew Stafford, if you get him in the right situation and like a good offense, I think he's talented. I mean, he's got the arm talent. He, he's kind of like a Rivers, too. Yeah, I, I mean, he, I don't know, I just, I think he's a, a good quarterback. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers said on the Pat McAfee show, they... You know, 
Pat McAfee said something like, he's so glad that Patrick Mahomes has brought the no-look pass into the NFL. And Rodgers was like, well, you know, there's a guy in Detroit who's been doing stuff like that for, you know, however long and just doesn't get credit for it. And I think it's true. I mean, you just overlook Detroit, but he's a yeah. damn good quarterback compared to some of the garbage we have in the NFL. Here's the thing. I don't think Stafford is that good. <laughs> I really don't. And the reason the reason I say this, Owen, is because the quarterback in the NFL has a lot of say on games. Yeah. You put Aaron Rodgers on majority of the teams in the NFL, they have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. And it doesn't really I mean, sure Stafford, I think Stafford could win you playoff games and maybe win you a Super Bowl, but he's too inconsistent. He's not that guy where it's like, oh boy. Turnovers are his issue. I mean, he's just not smart. Cut, he's not Cutler. smart with the football. Cutler. <laughs> Jay Flippin' Cutler. <laughs> Same issue. Jay Cutler used to throw these terrible interceptions. <laughs> and that's the exact same thing that Stafford does. That's how he got himself out of the league. <laughs> Uh, and then he ended up on reality TV, and that was even that better. fizzled out too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving Stafford too much credit. <laughs> now that I hear myself talk about him out loud, but um, yeah. So the Vikings ended up losing to the Cowboys um last Sunday. Tough to Tough. watch. Yeah, it was. But you know what? You know, and I'll, I'll be the first to say it. I thought Kirk Cousins had a pretty good game. Not his, yeah. not his fault. Yeah, uh, the defense lost him that game. Unfortunately, they just lack talent. I mean, that's that's kind of what I what I say. Yeah, you got. I don't. I don't think it's a Zimmer issue. I think Zimmer does the best he can with that defense, but that defense is young, and they just kind of lack that spark that they had. I mean, Eric Kendricks is making all these great plays, but <laughs> yeah. he's only one guy. That interception was incredible, dude. Yeah. That was sick. I, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah, that, that was fun to watch at least. But yeah, um, you, it's I've gotten, like you mentioned, you kind of just got to accept the reality of, if you're a Vikings fan that this isn't the best team in the world. And, you know, you, you played a team like Dallas and it's – the, you know, we had a couple turnovers that was just uncharacteristic. I think Justin Jefferson dropped the first down. And it's, you know, little stuff like that, uh, giving Dallas points and, you know, not converting. That that hurts a team like Minnesota. Well, it, it hurts even worse when you watch Dallas play on Thanksgiving. <laughs> they were so bad that, I mean, it's just like, how in the hell do the Vikings lose to this awful team? Yeah. I mean, Mike McCarthy is just, you know, probably thinking, why did I ever get this job? And he, he, okay, well, he doesn't keep his job past the year, right? There's no I, chance. I think he stays. He's awful, dude. dude did you Jerry, watch Jerry Jones? He, is okay. keeping him. Well, Jerry Jones sucks too, right? I eh. mean, well, come on, he just hired him because whatever. He was a nice guy or whatever. Was but didn't Aaron Rodgers like drive Mike McCarthy out of Green Bay or wasn't? Why did Mike McCarthy get fired in Minnesota? I mean, or Green Bay? I'm not entirely sure about that situation. Okay. I think it was just kind of, for Mike McCarthy, it was just kind of the end with Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay. Yeah. I don't necessarily think it was something where it was bad terms or okay something like that. Sure. I think it was just kind of, it was time to move on. And I think they made the right choice because... The NFL is going younger at the head coaching spot. 
You know, you look at McVeigh, you look at Kingsbury, and then they got Lafleur. So, I mean, he's he's a young guy who's gonna you know bring in new offensive ideas. Yeah. So, and I think McCarthy's you know a good offensive play caller. Um. So, do you think you're telling me Dallas couldn't have found a better coach than Mike McCarthy? I think McCarthy is a safe pick, dude. He coached he coached them out of that game yesterday. The, the fake punt on fourth and ten in their own territory. Well, they needed to pick Awful. up, dude. The fourth and inches <laughs> curl flat. The they ran a cur, they threw a curl pass on fourth and inches. Turned it over on downs. I mean, he he has just looked. He's been awful. I mean, that is just awful play calling. What like? Well, here's the thing. When you're fourth and ten, you need to pick up ten yards. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Run a fake punt. I exactly. Guess. Exactly. And, uh, and you need to pick up an inch. What are you gonna do? You run a curl. Yeah. Run a curl route. Yeah. And so. you know what? I hate to say it, but on that fake punt, if you watch the film, he had a guy open. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I I don't really. I don't necessarily think that Mike McCarthy is, you know, the reason that the Cowboys are bad. I, think I don't they, think he's helping. Yeah, but it's it's kind of hard to help a team that has, you know, a new guy at quarterback every week, it seems like. Yeah. And then their defense is just garbage. So, I'll, I'll, well, sure, keep him there. Whatever goes, you know. And, again, Jerry Jones probably won't fire him, but... You know, I think Dallas is just going to be continue to be mediocre. Well, and I think Dallas had a pretty decent sized contract to signing McCarthy. You know that they don't necessarily okay. want to let go of. Yeah, yeah, very possible. So yeah, tough loss for the Vikings. But again, we just you know shot ourselves in the foot a little too much, and we need to play damn near perfect football if we're going to want to win games. And we didn't do that. I can't watch him anymore. Yeah, I, it's 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 tough now because it's like you know what am I watching? What here? are we playing for? What am I sitting here on the couch watching for? Yeah. You know, pride or my own sorrow and sadness. <laughs> and and here's the thing. We hate the Packers. We hate the Packers so bad that we want to see the Packers suck. <laughs> I, I want to see. Green Bay in shambles. <laughs> they don't know which way is left and which way is right. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a defense. <laughs> they don't know what the hell's going on. That's what I want to see. I'd rather see that than, you know, the Vikings somehow squeeze into the playoffs. <laughs> but It might be a while before we see that. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Rodgers can retire soon. Yeah, get him out of there. Well, now then they got Jordan Love, the prodigy, coming yeah. in. The Do prod- you think they're the getting pro- into fights at practice and shit? Is there well, beef between Rodgers and Jordan Love? Knowing the um, you know, bad person that Rodgers is, <laughs> he probably just doesn't even talk to Love. Doesn't to- yeah, tutor him at all. It <laughs> yeah. just leaves him on his own. <laughs> yeah, just gives him the nasty cold shoulder. Here's the playbook, Ruck. Figure it out. <laughs> he doesn't even get to that point. It's like <laughs> I walk right, you walk left, and that's just how it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Yeah, I still can't believe they drafted him. I mean, they Green Bay's reluctancy to build talent around Aaron Rodgers and just draft running backs and quarterbacks and whatever. I mean, that's, it's incredible. Yeah. They, they just think that, you know, we're going to get the best quarterback in the league and the rest will take care of itself, which I don't necessarily fault them for that. Yeah. I mean, it can get you 11, 13 wins in the regular season, but I mean, it's not winning them a Super Bowl. Yeah, it did. Did it win them one? Yeah. When, when did they win that? And I was little, and I cried. 
Oh, okay. Well, that was how long ago was that? That was. Oh, Packers fans are just gonna be all pissed. Fuck we don't. We don't know them. <laughs> we don't know when they won their world championship. Oh, Whatever. Four Packers. Super fans. Bowl four. You guys won Super Bowl four. <laughs> I know you guys won Super Bowl four, but I don't know which Super Bowl. You- 46, whatever. I don't yeah. know. It was like 46 or 45 or something like that. The Vikings At just won the Super 40. Bowl like last year, right? Yeah, you <laughs> bet. When's the Vikings last Super Bowl? Have we won one? We haven't, have we? I, um, don't know. The, I think the last time we were in the Super Bowl was, was it Fran Tarkenton's? Yeah, with Bud Grant. Okay. So that just shows you how long ago that was. I mean, we've had our we've had our moments, obviously. No, for for me and you, it's the Saints game that just with Favre. The Favre. That just you know. Well, the Blair Walsh game too, and then the Case Keenum. I mean, we were Te- in the we, NFC Championship again. With Teddy, we were not. We were not going to win the Super Bowl that yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that obviously sucked, but it wasn't like, oh shoot, we were gonna win it. Well, you and won. even with Keenum, I mean, we got our asses handed to us. To us uh, we looked so bad, and dude. That game was over in the first quarter. Philadelphia looked really good that that year. That that with Foles, I don't they think just they caught magic, and they were because they. I mean, they went into the Super Bowl and they handily beat the Patriots. And who just goes into Super Bowls and beats Bill Belichick? Like, yeah, that's tough to do. And that was a special year for them. Um, that was Minnesota. That was when it was here. The Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so whatever. The Vikings were due for a Super Bowl. But, I mean, even that, I don't know. Oh, and that Brett Favre game. Oh, you want to talk about teams that, that we hate? Saints, Bounty Gate. Yeah. I, um, I'd say me personally. I, teams I hate. Sean Payton. Yeah. I don't necessarily hate the Saints. I don't really think that Drew Brees is a part of it. But I think it's a joke that people, I feel like the news did not talk about that that much the bounty gate yes and like how dirty that game was yeah i mean i mean they were they they were so they were paying players to injure our players essentially exactly that's fucked up and and it was a close ass game and greg williams yeah dirty he's still in the league yeah as a defense coordinator i think he's the defense coordinator of the jets and sean payton's still in the league it's like and and now i mean and then the whole thing too with when when we beat the saints yeah. Um, right before uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah, Minneapolis Miracle. He was mocking the skull chant. <laughs> was he? Yes. I, I didn't, Sean I didn't, Payton was mocking. He was mocking the skull chant. Like what a Fuck joke! Him. Exactly. Like he he's a sore loser, and yeah, he, he'll do win at all costs. Yeah. I mean that's that's Belichick too. I think a little bit. I mean those well, guys. Yeah. Are, you got to be a little bit nuts to to. <laughs> To want to win that bad, yeah, yeah, but I don't know that that Saints shit is that's that bounty gate is dirty and Belichick. I mean the videotaping other teams' practices and shit that's not right either. So, I mean whatever. Deflate gate. Yeah, yeah, it's always something with those guys. So whatever the Vikings, you know, it's kind of a wash season for them. We'll probably. You know, it's too bad we couldn't just go the tank route. Now we're just kind of meddling, meddling yeah. in this weird spot. Yeah, I love when we go 8 Love eight. when we, yeah. 8 and 8 is a great place to be. Yeah, it's like, late in the lottery. Yeah, you, you, you can't get the top guy, but you can't, you know, you can't, know can't make the, the playoffs. Yeah, so it's like, you know, we might as well just settle and just get, 
know, the worst possible situation ever, and then we'll be good going forward. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, whatever. Hopefully it'll pan out for the Vikes. Um, and then, you know, Tampa Bay, they looked poor. Again, they just continue to disappoint. Uh, He's done, folks. He's yeah. done. Tom Brady is done. Is it finally to the point where we can safely say Tom Brady is washed? I think it is so hard at his age to keep your body up into the level where you can make those throws that you were making when you were younger. I mean, yeah. it's it's just so hard at his age to be able to make, you know, these throws on the run and all this. It's it's just so hard and, yeah. and I think you know, Tampa Bay is, you know, they're a good team and whatever, but they can't just, you know, Brady does everything for us and whatever. It's, well, he's not but you just would have thought he's not Mahomes. You would have thought they would have looked better because I mean, you know, the expectations when you sign Tom Brady and you sign Antonio Brown, who Tom Brady pulled for, you know, you got Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, you got a very good defense. Expectations are for a Super Bowl when you bring in Tom Brady. And they they haven't looked at. I mean, they got beat by the Rams and Tom Brady didn't look good. They got manhandled by the Saints and Tom Brady didn't look good. And, you know, Tom Brady Well, I think Bruce Arians is a bad coach. Uh I don't I don't know what to think about Bruce Arians really. I mean, he was in Arizona before this, right? Yeah, but he's been bouncing around. If he was a good coach, he would have stuck. Yeah. Well, that's been an interesting thing to watch, too, uh, because him and, you know, he's been criticizing Brady in the public a lot in the press conferences. Um, and a lot of people have been talking about, you know, is he pushing the right buttons on Brady? Um, and, you know, word on the street is that Arians really didn't want to bring Antonio Brown in, which I would understand as a coach. I wouldn't necessarily want to coach Antonio Brown. Well, I haven't heard any drama yet. No, I mean, he and good, he better finally figure out to put his head down and play football brady knows how to work with terrible people yeah well i mean it didn't help the first time the first go around with who well with who oh oh, i guess he was in oakland yeah Yeah. the oakland situation was the bad one yeah he he was fine and when he was with the patriots but that's when he had that whole um like assault thing well yeah i mean well but that wasn't like a an internal thing where it's like Oh, we got Antonio Brown like yelling at Belichick, like yeah, yeah. And Tom Brady knows what it's going to take to win Super Bowls. I mean, that's a fact of the matter. And well, Antonio Brown is a special talent. You know what? I think this shows in the NFL is culture still matters. Yeah, culture is huge. You know, we we talk about culture in you know college football. We talk about culture in you know NCAA basketball. But culture in the NFL, you know, the do your job mantra in New England, you just can't, you can't just say, all right, we're just going to pick this up and do it in Tampa Bay. Like yeah. It needs to be top to bottom and you can't have any weak links. And I think it's just hard to, to you know, to try and just kind of transform a team in one year. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, you've kind of seen that in Cleveland too. They haven't been able to figure it out figure it out no matter how much talent they get no matter how many first picks they get but they finally seem to be riding the ship a little bit i mean they're six and three or seven and three i think right now kevin stefanski minnesota assistant right yeah i i think that the vikings have a good culture i really do i would agree i think we don't necessarily have the talent that a lot of the teams did i say vikings or 
the Browns when I was talking about Browns. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but I was talking about Vikings. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about Vikings. Okay. I still think that the Vikings have good culture. Yeah. And I think that going forward is going to stay as long as we have Mike Zimmer and Spielman. But, yeah, I think we just kind of need – we've got some cap issues. We've signed some guys that I've personally – I don't necessarily like, love what? the Anthony Barr signing. Uh-huh. Um, I don't I don't think linebackers are that valuable. I think they're valuable, but I don't think that we need to sign Eric Kendricks and Anthony Barr. I think having edge rushers and offensive line and D-backs is more important. So I think – if we can get, you know, draft another D-back um, this offseason, I think that would help us out. Yeah, I, I trust the Vikings uh, front office. I, I think, I agree that we've built a good culture. And I, I think and, they'll make and, the right decisions. And kind of coming into our, our last little segment here, I think culture is something that the Wolves need to start. You know, yeah. you, you look at the, the Vikings and they kind of have that, and the Wolves don't have a culture, really. And Rosas, is, and Rosas and Saunders are kind of trying to start one. But I think that's going to be huge for the Wolves. And, you know, culture's a thing in the NBA, too. Yeah. So, I mean, look at the Spurs. You look at the Heat. You know, those are two teams that come to mind. Celtics, too, are kind of another team like that. that just mm-hmm. kind of have a culture that breeds success. Yeah. Definitely, culture is important, and the, the like you said, the Timberwolves are they're trying to get there with Rosas, and um, you know, hopefully, Cat can be a part of that. Um, and yeah, uh, I think they, I'm proud of what they're building. You know, I think it's the first time you could say that about the Wolves in a while, um, and it, it looks promising. So, yeah, so the Wolves today just came out with their preseason schedule. The schedule has not been released yet. So I do not know. Uh, NBA starts on the 22nd of December. So coming up here. But I don't know if the um, the Wolves play on the 22nd or the 23rd or the 24th or exactly when we start. But I know we have um, training camps in a week here. And then we got Memphis twice and then Dallas. Um, all three exhibition preseason games. So a little shortened preseason action coming up here. Um, that those three games are all prior to um, the 22nd, so that's coming up for the Wolves. So we'll just kind of see, you know, with those games, you know, what we kind of got. Yeah, excited for that NBA season to tip off, and then this weekend we have a little developing story in the NFL with the Ravens versus Steelers game. It just got postponed to Tuesday now. Yeah, Tuesday night football. It's yeah. almost every night of the week. Yeah, that's weird. It's a weird, weird development, um, but you know Lamar Jackson was just one of the players to test positive, and you know J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, a couple other guys, so key guys for the Ravens uh, are going down. And they were talking about you know uh, maybe having this game in like a week 18, but it doesn't seem like teams really want to do that. So hopefully they can get this game in on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, we'll see what the state of you know each team's COVID uh, list is come Tuesday. Well, yeah, and that's that's kind of the other thing too that I was I forgot to say about the Wolves is it's going to be super interesting when their schedule does come out because in the NBA they're trying to fit in those seventy two games. There's going to be a lot of games where it's like the Wolves play Memphis twice in a row or the Wolves play, you know, the Knicks twice in a row or whatever. 
So that'll just kind of be a, a weird, you know, thing where it's almost like baseball in a sense where we have series and you play two teams um, back to back, same team. And then there's also going to be a lot of times when we're at home for a, a lot of games and then we're on the road for a lot of games. So I think if teams can kind of manage COVID along with the schedule, you know, that's going to kind of show who's, um, you know, going to be successful. So, Jack, you said your your Thanksgiving was good. You got to play some golf. Yeah, played a little golf. Um, might play this weekend. We'll kind of see what the weather. Little little warm up here in Minnesota. But, yeah, I, I got this bio class that's just kicking <laughs> my ass. Yeah, I don't I don't know why you would take bio, man, for your natural science. You got to go the nutrition route. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm getting my ass handed to me every time I go into class. I would. I think I got a C in bio in high school, and I'm taking bio right now on college. So it's it's not really a good recipe, but I'm learning a lot about myself. There you go. And I'm learning more about this podcast and what it takes to be great. There you so, go. There you go. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Just gotta pass the class, man. So yeah. I'm I'm you know when I'm studying, I just think how can I not be like Jay Cutler throwing interceptions? Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. How was the weather when you were golfing yesterday? Oh, it was cold. It was was cold. it? Yeah. Yeah. You just suck it up. You it's going to suck. True yeah. Minnesotan, you know, suck it up and you just, you know, love the cold. Dude, I, I can't. I don't know. My mom, she's been trying to go for runs and stuff and she's been trying to get me to go with her. And it's like, dude, I don't want to go out in the cold. Like, She she might need to put a leash on you. <laughs> no, I'm not, just not going. <laughs> just not going. Yeah, I don't know if I can get with the running, especially in the cold. But um, I wish I could, man. It's you know great habit. Uh, you you like to go running, everyone. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I run. Yeah. I run a lot actually. So yeah, I know it's something I love to do. Um, hopefully, yeah. I can maybe maybe Owen will let me just ramble about running for. Yeah, go ahead. Take up some time. Yeah. Some yeah. Time. No, that I mean, it's obviously good for exercise. It's great to get outside. Um, it it cures my uh, cabin fever, as they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's just about gonna wrap it up for today. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Jack. Thanks for doing this again. This was fun. Keep supporting the pod. We need to get this thing on those rankings. Um, yeah, know, move this move this thing up. Let's go. <laughs> let's get yeah. all fired up and you know let's let's hump on this train and you know yeah. hop on this train, not hump. Well, Come on. however you want to word it. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, appreciate anybody listening. Um, it's, it's been a lot of fun for us. I think we, you know, it, it's been a lot of fun for us. Um, and I hope it's been fun for you guys to listen to it. Um, you know, uh, yeah, like Jack said, you know, give it a rating. Um, you know, and yeah, we'll, we'll try to keep coming to you guys. Uh, I was thinking twice a week, maybe. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll figure out a schedule. We'll see. We're doing twice a week. Well, no, I I we'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's been fun for us, and I hope you know it's been a little bit fun for you guys. Um, so yeah, you know, thanks for hanging out with us, spending some time with us. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, uh, a great, safe and healthy one. Um, hope everybody has a great weekend, and yeah, thanks for listening. Boom. That's it. <laughs>